0: Hello and welcome to another episode of The Single Girl's Guide to Life. I'm Chantel Dyson, a life coach for single women, helping them to overcome loneliness, to empower them in their single life, so that they can go out there and not be held back by a relationship status that you can do nothing about. Now, with over a year's worth of podcast episodes, the podcast keeps growing. We keep getting more people within this single life community and embracing that single life, whether you follow on Instagram, TikTok, or you're part of our online group that allows people across the UK or further afield to come together and talk all things single life with Zooms, live text chat events, and more being shared in there throughout the week, just to feel that sense of belonging and to be there when you need it. Now, This week, I'm going to be addressing something that is my main cause for all of the work that I do, whether it's the single girls club, whether it's the coaching programs, whether it's the videos I create. This is what sits at the heart of the company that I formed in order to do these things. And that is to address loneliness. It's not the first podcast episode on loneliness. It won't be the first nor the last time that I talk about loneliness because we felt it so, so strongly during the pandemic because we realized how much disconnection was in our lives. We were void of being allowed to go out and talk to people. We were not allowed to go and hug people and have physical human contact, something that we need to feel connected to other people. I wanted to address why we feel so lonely when we're single. Now, I always disclaim the fact and make the point that being lonely is not something that is exclusive to being single. I felt lonely in my marriage at certain points and I wasn't aware enough to address that. I think I did identify it as why we got a dog. But ultimately, I couldn't get to the core reason of loneliness. And obviously, we tried with the dog, which, you know, she meant a whole load to me. But probably did need some level of human contact and I didn't understand why I felt lonely. So I was in a relationship at that time and the biggest mistake that I know singles make is thinking that that loneliness feeling will go once they're in a relationship because you've got someone there all the time. Of course, you don't feel lonely. You've always got that person. However, we do also know that there are a number of risk factors to loneliness. Some of them don't necessarily apply to the audience that I know are listening, such as old age. I mean, you might be. I know my audience does creep up a little, but I know predominantly you're probably aged somewhere in your 20s to your 40s. So it doesn't quite apply. However, we do know that being single can be a factor that contributes towards that and living alone can be a factor that contributes towards that again just because you're single doesn't mean you live alone but there is a high crossover of that some level of assumption that maybe you do so they're two really important things to be aware of it's not exclusive but there is a more likelihood that you might be at risk of loneliness and then the mental health impact that that can have which then only in turn makes you feel more lonely If we have mental health issues, we find it hard potentially to reach out and to get the support we need, which then isolates us even further. Socially, it isolates you. If you suffer from depression, you might not want to go out. If you have anxiety, you might struggle to go out there and talk to people and it then feeds itself and and you get this loop. So there's some of the reason that I do what I do and the reason that I'm here. What I want to address today is the reasons that you feel so lonely in your single life and some of the ways that you can start to reframe some of that and start to do some work towards that. Because as I say, it can have detrimental effects on your mental health and it can later lead to physical effects because mental health can inform those things. I went into this in another podcast episode. It was back during Mental Health Awareness Week and there was the theme of loneliness that was being run. So I kind of went into that. Go check that podcast out. It's probably in the 40s somewhere. When you are single, you can lead a life that doesn't necessarily connect with many other people regularly work for example is an absolute saviour for people that are single and that live alone because outside of work time you come home to an empty house potentially which is why a dog was a good solution for us you then spend the evening potentially on your own and then in the morning you get up you have breakfast on your own and you leave for work You might even travel in a car and not by train or anything that gives you even micro exchanges. And until you get to work again, there's hardly anybody that you might not have exchanged conversation with. And I can tell you now, texts are lovely, but they're not the same as human interaction, which is why I value phone calls over constant messaging. Don't get me wrong, I'm a big messenger. All my friends know that. and I also don't have a job that necessarily ties me away from my phone for a lot of the time anymore. Yes, two days a week, but you know, five days at the time. Otherwise, I can access my phone almost at any time if I want to. So straight away, the number of hours that you naturally spend around people is potentially lower because others do go home to flatmates if they live with others. But if you're in a relationship and you live together, you go home to that person. And chances are if you're in a relationship but don't even live together you're probably going to either see one another or you're going to exchange some level of communication whilst you're not physically present together so there's your initial reason there's a lot of time there the easy solution to that would be thinking that you just need to spend time with other people something that i've tried and something that can work from time to time however it's to do with what that kind of is so firstly you can't go out socializing every night i mean you can But with cost of living crisis coming in even more, it usually costs you some money to do that. Even if you're sat in a pub. I mean, you can go to the library if you want. It's going to shut at some point. You can't be overly interactive there. You can sit in a park whilst the weather is good. Again, you've probably bought some drinks or some food. So there's all these little impacts. If you have the finances available, then you can do those things. However, we know that things are starting to cost more and more. and People are going to be saving. So staying at home is going to be a bigger option. A really easy one to do there is to invite people over for dinner or suggest, you know, doing swap nights, which is something that I've done and that I absolutely love. But sometimes that also doesn't work because it's not just the physical presence of people. The quote from Johan Hari's Lost Connections, which you will be bored of if you've listened to this podcast enough, it comes up because it's so important to me, yet I still, can I get it off the top of my head? Let's see. Loneliness isn't the physical absence of other people, he said. It's the sense that you're not sharing anything meaningful. No. Anything meaningful with anybody else. Oh, so close. It's the sense that you're not sharing anything that matters with anyone else. I had the M. Okay, I'm getting there. Even if we invite people out, even if we go to social events, even if we surround ourselves with people sometimes that doesn't do it because just like that quote says you're not sharing anything meaningful with anybody else the things that you care about or the way that you feel you aren't able to share whether that's because it's just not the relationship you have with that person and you you don't talk about those things or it's that you've never shared those things and so you've got to take the first step and do it and that's hard because it's vulnerable Another great book for that is Daring Greatly by Brene Brown, by the way. So highly recommend. Or it's that the environments that you are in don't feel safe. Not to be vulnerable enough for that. Human connection, as lost connection goes into, to me, stands out as one of the truest senses of, of overcoming loneliness and addressing it. And therefore the lack of that that we have in the physical presence of someone of someone taking an interest in your mundane work life, which is usually what a partner does when someone comes home is check in with how was your day. That level of checking in with you gives you that sense of knowing that you've got someone to vent to, knowing that you've got someone that wants to hear about the boring rubbish that happened during the day with Tina over coffee or the gossip that's going on. Not that I encourage you to engage in gossip, but I know that those are the things that go on in people's lives. And then you have the, pe- the person to go to that you probably have, hopefully have, a nice, safe, supportive relationship with that when you're feeling down, when something's going wrong, when you don't feel good about yourself, they're there to help. And whilst they can't necessarily fix that in an instance, it's nice to know that you always have that person, generally speaking, in your corner. That is hopefully the relationship that you are striving for if you're deciding to get yourself into a relationship and I hope that for those searching for it you hold your standards high enough to get to that at some point but when you're single you don't necessarily have that person now some people get this in other ways it doesn't come through a relationship it might be enhanced by a relationship they might get that through a relationship as well but other people get it through their family and I know not all families are equal and families aren't able to do some of this because there's historical patterns going on where safe environments aren't there you feel judged by your family to be a particular way and you feel that you need to be a particular person to be accepted by them whereas in actual fact this sense of a safe space of sharing is having people there that will accept you for who you are no matter what you do what you've done And what you say. And that doesn't mean they don't call you out sometimes. It doesn't mean that they don't challenge you. They don't agree with everything you say all the time. But they respect that you are a human being that is learning, is defining what's important to them, that is working out what's right for for you. And that they're there to help you through the hard bits, to keep pushing you through. It's a sense of belonging. It's a sense of being accepted by others and being a part of it. And people come back and will say, no, you should be fully independent and strong. And I think there is a good reason to have a sense of independence and strength without relying on people all of the time. But it's important that you do have the people to go to when that time is necessary. Another reason that we feel lonely when we're single contributes into this is the sense of not being heard. Now, you can feel lonely and feel like you don't belong in your workplace. And sometimes this is where frustration comes when you're in your careers, because... You don't feel you're getting the acknowledgement. You don't feel that your ideas are being listened to. You don't feel like you have an influence in your job. Autonomy and having control over your life, and in particular work, for example, can lead to a disconnection that feeds this level of what feels like a lack of belonging, which can then lead to loneliness. Like, I don't belong here. It's not right. And this can happen with the way that we feel. Previously mentioned there. It's having the space to express. And I think it's why people must sometimes create anonymous blogs. Because they don't have the space necessarily to reach out to people in their circles. But they have this inner person that they want to express and that wants to be there. But they don't have that space. So they do it in that way. But loneliness isn't something to be ashamed of. I already mentioned it's not exclusive to you being single. People feel it in their relationships too. So what's happening there? Why are there people still in existence in relationships that do have that person that they can go to, that they can speak to and they can share? Well, it's because one person isn't enough. One person to be the person that validates you and is there for you doesn't complete all the feelings of love. That person offers probably a big chunk of it and it would be wrong of you to put all of your eggs in one basket and think that one person should be there the whole time because, as I previously... And you can't put all your eggs in one basket. You have to spread it out. Sometimes we feel that loneliness when our friendship group meets up without us. Like the one we have from school, they've all met up but you weren't invited. Well, there you go. There's an instant disconnection. In fact, I saw a video of this on TikTok and a girl was confronting a friend from her girl group. The girl group had gone out for, I think it was a brunch for someone's birthday at the weekend. And the girl group were all single, but the other person was in a relationship. Um, It sounded like this other person also now didn't really drink uh, and they were there to go out, have a good time, to have a few drinks, get quite intoxicated by the sounds of things. And what was obvious to me in that video was that these people no longer aligned with one another. Yes, they had been a group, it would have been courteous of the people to say ahead of time rather than not inviting and been respectful. But there is obviously a disconnect. Maybe there is some jealousy on one side of the singles being jealous of the relationship. But then also on the part of the person in the relationship, maybe they haven't paid their friends as much attention anymore. Maybe it's not the same. Maybe they don't share stories in the same way. Maybe it is all, the talk is all about the, the relationship. And for those that are single, that can be really really boring at times, so I completely get that. There'll be lots at play within a dynamic like that. The way that the person, though, that's being outcast, as it were, feels is probably disconnected and they don't understand why. And I think sometimes we feel lonely because we can't accept that things will change and that we don't always keep the same people as we move through and that we won't always stay in alignment with those people. We had so many, many friends when we were growing up school you were part of a class of 30 particularly at secondary school you're probably part of a year group that was at least 120 maybe even through to you know the 250s as it's starting to be now there are a whole load of people that are around you at all times then you went off to college and you went off to uni and there were all these new people all the time for like there's a five-year period right where you do or, or longer even where you do You've just left school at 16, so then you join college if you do change. So there's a whole bunch of potentially new people there. Then you might go to uni, whole bunch of new people there, spend three years with them. And then you go to a new workplace, and there's a whole bunch of new people there. And maybe you change your work job a few years later. Um, so there's these massive points, all within maybe an eight-year period, let's say, where you meet a ton of people. And then as life settles down and you get into a job that you kind of want to keep and you want to build this level of security up things don't change and they stagnate and the people that you met back here at 16 or 18 or 21 have all gone in different directions and you're not necessarily matched up with them anymore there is nothing worse than when that person messages you that you know you haven't spoken to him forever where you just don't want to go anymore because you know that you're so different and in different life places that all the chat is ever about is catching up and that's very mundane and boring whereas you need deep connection. You need to be sharing the things that matter with other people. And you can't do that with people that you catch up with so easily. Because if they're not keeping almost an up-to-date version of what's going on, then you can't get through the depth of it. And sometimes our disconnection and our loneliness comes then from the fact that we weren't mentally prepared for people leaving our lives so much. It's almost like a bittersweet Reminiscence of a previous time and that we miss what it was then and and can't accept what it is now and we question it we don't understand why someone doesn't want to talk to us anymore why we don't interact with them the way that we did before why we don't share things with them anymore it goes back to the episode I did on friendship breakups that kind of fading out and in my own experience I didn't value friendships as much as I could have my experience growing up was three different schools which isn't a lot but different primary school different junior school different secondary school and I think the important part there is that they were all locationally very separate and we moved house each time with that so the experience I had was that friendships didn't last so why would I ever invest in people that were only ever going to be there for a short amount of time oh imagine that as like a 10 year old it wasn't a conscious thought it's something I look back and go I know I didn't prioritize it so then continue that through your teen years and as you move through uni, yes, you've got thousands of Facebook friends and hundreds of people following you on Instagram, but do you actually know anyone and are you sharing anything that matters with anyone else? Not really. Even in my relationship was I doing that. I don't, I don't think I was because I don't think I knew some of it myself. And that brings me on to another point. If you don't know who you are and you can't express how you feel, It's time to learn. I think I had very good repression tactics from previous experiences early on. Divorce, nothing more traumatic than that. But I became very hyper-independent and I think probably naturally hid some feelings. Repression, very easily. So this idea of what these horrible feelings were, the idea was to get rid of them as quick as possible as opposed to Acknowledging them, naming them, addressing them, and and learning to work with them. I think that's the biggest thing I've worked on in the last three years. Working out how I feel, giving it a name. Oh my goodness, the emotion wheels. If you've never looked at an emotion wheel, you know where they give you all the words for different emotions. I don't even know the difference between half of them, but when I'm feeling distress of some sort, oh, it's so wonderful to look at it and go, well, it's not anger. Very rarely is it anger but it'll be like, ah, uh, it's rejection, or it's abandonment, or it's fear. Is it sadness? Is it frustration? Frustration and anger, how different are they to you? Becoming aware of the way that you can define things and can acknowledge it within yourself is some of the power. I wasn't able to do it because I wasn't aware of it. If you're not aware of it in the first place, you can't do anything. Awareness is the first step. You have to be able to look at your life and to be honest with yourself and to go, I am lonely. And you have to start looking for the reasons why you have to start looking. Is it just physical presence with other people? Is it missing out on certain things? Is it not having people to talk to? Is it only talking to people through social media as opposed to having live conversation? Because text conversations take twice as long, if not longer, than a chat. And you get so much more from a chat. You get tone, you get... The warmth, you get the expression. You don't get that from messages on any device. And then it's starting to express it. Expressing it to other people is really hard because as I said, it's vulnerability. It's a moment where you have to start opening up and talking about yourself. And you're like, well, what if this person rejects me? That's going to make me feel worse. But if you don't start, then you're never going to be able to continue on with it and, and do anything about it. Starting to acknowledge it, express it, and work with it is then how to kind of release and and start moving through specifically there's more to that i mean that's the general principle and i help people do this we're starting a loneliness challenge on the 8th of august it's five days it's live in a private facebook group i think we've got coming up to 30 people in it already and that's a couple of weeks ahead i haven't even been speaking about it that much just been mentioned here and there But we're going to be really delving into some of the tools that will help you. I can't fix your loneliness in five days. I'm not even going to say that I can do that. I will be able to give you tools that you'll be able to start to develop your awareness of yourself so that you've then got the tools to develop and to keep using and to practice. Because there have been hundreds that I've tried and some of them work brilliantly for me. Some of them are absolutely drastic and some of them are like okay or they depend on the scenario. And it's all about finding the things that work best for you. It's about a little bit of trial and error. It's about a sense of community as well alongside that, which is why a little challenge to me made sense to do. Because even just for a week, it will give you that sense of other people in the same boat as you and that you're not the only one. That's one of the other biggest things that when we're lonely, we feel like we're the only ones going through it, which is why I won't stop talking about it. You'll notice on TikTok particularly that I will bring up loneliness every couple of weeks as a minimum. Because every time I post about it, there is always at least one person that says, thank you, I needed to hear this today, and I now know I'm not the only one. And that's minimum. I reckon there's usually a couple of those people. And they're the people that tell me. Obviously, if someone's liked it, I can interpret that at least it resonates, whether that was something they used to ex- feel and express and or something that's brand new to them, who knows. Feeling like you're the only one that is lonely is the bit that stops you from reaching out because you look around at all the stuff on social media and think that everyone's got it sussed but you have to open up and whilst that other person that you're opening up to might not feel that loneliness they can at least hold the space for you they can show that they're there for you and just by expressing it a little bit it will make you feel a ton better about your loneliness loneliness is not something to be ashamed of a relationship won't fix it either but it is a sense of sharing things that matter with other people. And sometimes the things that matter are your feelings. How do you feel about being lonely? What do you want to do differently? What would you like to see happen? And what are you frustrated about? It all leads to coming to acceptance with it. We can't always change everything around that. We can't make people want us. We can't make people need us. We have to develop strong connections where that naturally happens, else it just feels false loneliness is so common and it's not just about being single you know people felt that in lockdown because they'd lost their sense of identity they'd lost the idea of work they'd lost the idea of leaving the house and god don't you remember all the stories about the people that were going crazy in their relationships because they'd never spent so much time with this one person okay yes they might have done a week's holiday maybe two weeks at a push but to be with this other person 24 7 nearly for like a month if not longer in some cases, was driving people round the bend. It isn't about having this one person. It isn't about having hundreds of friends. It isn't about having all these followers. It is about developing this deep connection with yourself, developing this deep connection with others and community, and then building your sense of confidence so that you can go out there and be curious and embrace the world that you're in. And it unlocks everything when you can manage loneliness I think is really what we do and later maybe the overcoming of it comes along but it can always come back in case you know circumstances change once you've got the key to that and you're able to deal with it you'll just get this new lease of life hit you in the face and you'll wonder how you ever didn't do those things or you wondered how you ever kept everything so closed up and how you never shared anything before because Living the life that way without that fear and without that feeling as predominantly makes you feel like you can go out there and do anything. So if you want to join in the challenge, it's absolutely free. Five days, there'll be a live session every day. 8 p.m. in the evening from Monday 8th of August. You can sign up. I will put the link in the description. But if not, head over to the socials. This is happening in 2022. Just in case anyone comes back and listens, because I know some of you, when you first discover the podcast, go back to the very beginning and spend your time coming through, which has its advantages. But nothing is sequential. You can listen to these in any order you fancied. It wouldn't be a problem. But in the event where I start talking about things, I know sometimes I talk about different online communities. Like we don't have the Facebook group anymore. We have a separate online community that allows people to access that even without facebook however this live is on facebook it seems to be the best way to do that one without it costing and i wanted to be able to let as many people as possible jump onto that so that i can help even more people with addressing this inner loneliness that we feel uh, and start working on it so hopefully i'll see a number of you over there until next time then, everybody keep celebrating single life together